Relations Shop, where we analyze pop culture to give you relationship advice that works. I'm Toya, not La, not Ma, not Sha, not even Tanya. <laughs> and next to me, I have Eric and Jason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not, not La, Eric, not yeah. Derek, just regular old Eric. Yeah, there yeah. Go. I ain't even going there. I'm not even going there. I all see right. Toya with the new intro. You've been working on that all week. It's all a wrap. Week, yeah. All week. You did it well. I like it. I like it. Oh, but if y'all have any questions, send yeah. those into the relation shop at power77radio.com. Jason, yep. what we got? Yeah, we got one from Harry. He is in Dallas. All right, my, Harry. Prince this Harry, might be my I don't uncle. know who this is, but here we go. My wife's sister is moving in this summer, and I'm not happy about it, but her sister is disabled, and my wife doesn't want to put her in a facility. The problem isn't the space. The problem is her sister acts like she's my wife's mother. My wife is the younger sister, but she doesn't set proper boundaries, and now I know I'm going to be the bad guy when I start stepping up. Any advice on how I can mentally and spiritually prepare to handle the wrath of my sister-in-law? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, Latoya, Toya, you want to answer that one? <laughs> it's all you. <laughs> oh, man, that is tough. All right, so first of all, you and your wife need to have a conversation before she moves in. Absolutely. Um, so that needs to happen so that you two can be on the same ground and see everything eye to eye and understand, like, how long is she going to be living with you? That's you know, like, you need to know what are the boundaries going to be like when she moves Forever. in and how long is she going to be... Forever? It sounds like Doesn't it's Doesn't want to put her in a facility, oh. so, facility, so yeah. they're taking her on. Yep. Um, how are the boundaries separated in the house? Like, is she going to be living upstairs and y'all are downstairs? Y'all need to come up with a plan. Oh, this is that's tough. That's really, really tough. And two, have you looked at all the facilities? Like, maybe there's one that might be. <laughs> are you sure right. there's not the perfect one? one? <laughs> yeah, there, there might be one that oh, might be, man. you know. This is a no win, really, right? I mean, poor yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's a tough that's one. That's tough because it sounds like he's already saying that, that there aren't boundaries. That That's yeah. why the sister yeah. can act like the mom. To her younger sister, his wife. Um, so really, I, the only person that can set those boundaries is his wife. Yeah, yeah. I so, think. I yeah. think if I'm him, it needs to be like a written contract. Yep. Some yeah. expectations written down and saying she's not moving in unless we're in agreement on these. Right. And then when oh, she comes, when she comes in, we're sitting down with her and laying out here's expectations, here's right. behaviors mm-hmm. that are not going to occur in the house. And if you're not willing to honor these boundaries, then you are going to move back out somewhere. I mean, I think the his That's wife good. needs to at least be willing to say, hey, yeah. if she will not honor what we're asking, you have to be prepared to put her out. Absolutely. Yep. If you can't put your sister out, don't bring your hey, sister Hey, you in. know, and this is one of those situations that will kill a marriage in a hurry. That's what I was cash. just about to say. Oh, man. In the beginning, it'll be the wife coming to you like, oh, she's getting on my nerves. And next thing yeah. you know, it's going to be both of them. And, ooh, that's just going to tear you down. tension in the house. Same. Hey, hey yeah, good luck, Harry. Depending on the good luck, good luck is what you <laughs> yeah, Depending yeah. on the <laughs> severity of the disability, man, they, they, yeah. it, they might not be equipped to deal with it. So, right, I mean, be honest about that, too. You may feel bad, but 
if you're not equipped, that's going to be a train wreck. Right, right. right. How go. strong is your marriage right now? How connected are you two right now without the sister being there? So, awesome. Yep. All right, for any more questions, send those into the relation shop at power77radio.com. And Eric, what are we talking about? I have no idea. That's nah, all you. It's your show today. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. right. We're talking about managing addiction in a relationship. Ooh. Not love managing, not ma managing, oh. just managing. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our theme all day. That's it. That's it all day. So that's what we want to talk about. Addiction is one of those areas uh, that can tear a relationship apart. And so we want to talk about what it looks like, kind of define it. Yeah. And then talk about how do do we handle that if we're in a dating relationship? How do we handle it if we're married to somebody who's dealing with it? Right. uh, How do we support them and handle it? This ought to be good. That's what we're talking about. And uh, this may be rare, uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe some of your shows... And maybe some of the people in Hollywood may have addiction issues. Anybody you can think of? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think of um, Rod. What? Rod, what's hold Ronald? On. Yes. Yeah, I know where you're going, <laughs> like, Ronald. Oh, I well, he's got Ronald. the uh, Ronald. Ronald, he's got Ronald and Tiffany. Ronald. Yes. So here they are, long distance dating, right? Yep. And what uh, shows this? Ninety, 90 day, day fiance. Okay, you gotta help the out other way. There's a lot of people who Thanks. listen. Who have better things to do with their no, time no, to watch no, these no. shows? That's just you, bro. You gotta That's bring, you, you gotta you know. bring the normal people along. Wow, um, you right. So ninety right. day the other way, you said. Yes, because nah. she she was supposed to be moving to South Africa with him. So they're doing this long distance dating. She traveled over there to visit him, and come to find out, he had a gambling addiction. Yeah. So she knew all of this before they got married, nice. and he was actually in rehab right before she made the move. Like he got discharged from rehab right when her and her son moved to South uh, South Africa. Yeah. And um, so they were dating and she's just like, it's okay. I'm going to still yeah, marry him. Yeah, she still thinks she's going to uh, walk him through it. And, and, and honestly, if you've seen some of these shows, you know there's been the 90-day quarantines and all that and all these people show back up. He's... He's actually still in treatment. Okay? He's still getting some therapy for that stuff because he's had a couple of relapses. Well, she's right. not. She's not with him anymore. So now he's by himself, trying to cope with addiction. And mm. there's nothing worse than addiction and isolation at right. the same time. So it didn't work for the relationship. You're telling me? No, they're still. They're still working oh, on it. Still so trying. yeah, that's. She didn't want to live in South Africa. She's trying to get him back over to America. So that's a whole different deal. That had nothing to do with his addiction. No. Everything to do with South did Africa. It, did it show? dynamics of the relationship I mean did they have any fights over his addiction oh, or yeah. did his addiction empty her bank account or anything what was the dynamic I don't think that did, there was no, no none of that any, the only like that. the big issue that came up is she was really stressed out about his bachelor party because of this right. addictive personality and right. some of the things that went on at a bachelor party she wasn't real thrilled with but uh, yeah <laughs> so, so you're saying he has addictive personality this just is the facet he's stuck on right now yeah, I think so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. So yeah, they got they and, got a long road. And I just feel road. bad for him because he's dealing with the addiction and trying to stay clean from going to you know a casino and whatnot right. or whatever gambling he did. And he has to deal with his family being here in the United States and yeah. his daughter. 
Right. So it's just like she's just adding so much stress onto him, you know, knowing oh, sure. of his past. For sure. Which, you know, when you're talking about all this addictive, it's easy to go to Hollywood with all the issues they have. But you yeah. know what's cool? You can pull some positive out of it because you, you got to sure pull can. Robert Downey Jr. And that boy turned his life around from addiction. And for those of you that are really, really young... Mr. Iron Man himself. Oh, yeah. He was addicted to heroin, cocaine, crack. I mean, he yeah. went through it. Um, I think in 1996 is when he was f- pulled over and had to... He's done prison mess. time. I mean, he was really like... You just would see him and be like, nah, there's no hope. There I is no hope. I wonder how many of the Marvel people that watch it actually know that. Are they too, too young know. for that? I he know. He was a mess. He was. And now I'm like, I like him. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah, that's what good. happens when you get clean. You turn into Iron Man. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm I'm tempted to get into something, get clean, and see what happens. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I could use a a resurrection. (laughs) Now, addicted to horrible 90s rap music doesn't count. No, it doesn't? No. Uh Uh-uh. That doesn't count. Hey, Luke, you we, try just, oh we just lost eighty percent of our <laughs> listeners, bro. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody on here listening to Van Halen and no. Limp Bizkit and whatever else you're Sorry, stuck Jason. on. It's all right. I'll, we I'll apologize. Um, Jason yes. does not. The words out of Jason's mouth do not represent really? the organization <laughs> as a all whole. Right. Disclaimer. <laughs> I'll own that. I'll own it. <laughs> all right. No, that's good because you do see. I mean, we we could go through a laundry list of especially yeah. Hollywood people that start young mm-hmm. it seemed like every one of them because of the pressure and the exposure right. and all that kind of stuff uh, oh drew got, barrymore is another one Did the, you guys, i mean just just listen to them all Lindsay lohan i mean just uh, go through all, all the people that's that are true. under 30 Did you guys yeah. ever watch celebrity rehab no, I never that did. with Dr. Drew. Yeah. I never watched that. I saw that, but yeah, and that never worked really. That's well, all. it's just it's just sad because yeah. it's like the mm. the money and the pressure and and yeah. all that kind of stuff just exposed a lot of them. Just just have hurt from from their families Absolutely. growing up, and yeah. so we. Yep. That's the tough thing about addiction. We're all predisposed for addiction. Mm-hmm. We, right. we all want to minimize pain and maximize pleasure, and right. so yeah, if we sure. can find something that gets rid of the pain in our life. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's turn the turn towards addiction and talk about what is addiction, and we're not gonna give a big scientific explanation. We're just simply gonna say it's any habit that a person continues to do, even though it brings harmful consequences. Mm. So obviously, you can have okay. psychological addiction stuff. You can have physical addiction to substances, different things like that. Um, but as somebody who keeps engaging in the same behavior despite its negative consequences. All right, let me clarify just to make sure our listeners and everybody understands we are talking about spouses that are married or dating people who are having yeah, addiction issues. Definitely, issue. definitely. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, okay. that's the route we're going to go down today. All it's right. a relationship show, so we're not going to talk about five steps to overcome your addiction. We're going to talk gotcha. about how do you deal with somebody right. who may be in an addiction. Gotcha. So that's that's the route I think we're going to run. Let's let's talk about the cycle real quick, just so people can kind of recognize what it looks like. It's just the generalized addiction cycle. There's Step number one is an emotional trigger. So there's usually something that, uh, whether it's frustration, internal pain, something leads to anxiety and a demand for relief from the feelings, right? So something's happened. I don't like the way I'm feeling. 
that's now my trigger and then the next step is craving so people fantasize about whatever it is the substance or the behavior they start thinking about the thing that helps provide relief for it Uh, next stage is ritual and so they're obsessing about the addiction and what life will look like after so it's like what you know they're jonesing for another hit or man if i can just get to the casino whatever it is if i can just do this thing then that's what's going to happen next i'm going to get there Mm -hmm. then they use it so that's the behavior the addiction and then there's guilt and so Mm -hmm. that's you know they develop feelings of remorse guilt shame all that kind of stuff that's these are the promises right i'll never do it again that's not who i am i can't believe this i'm so sorry Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and they usually will do good for a season i don't know if their season is two hours two weeks (laughs) or two months yeah but if you've never dealt with the internal pain there's going to be a moment that comes again where that pain is going to be exposed there's the emotional trigger again and here we go trying to find a way to get rid of the pain again Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the general cycle you go through the trigger craving ritual using and then guilt and then we go right back around again okay Mm -hmm. yeah okay there's a lot to uncover there a lot to uncover on that one there yeah, do you uh-huh. want to talk about your addiction, Jason? Or what, <laughs> what's what, that? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. If I knew what it was, what is it? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just. Well, playing. I'm just looking at. I mean, we'll go through all these. I'm just looking at this guilt one. When they go through the guilt, I'm thinking that's got to create a little trigger to cause more addiction. Sure. Want to numb uh, the guilt? Absolutely. Oh, you don't like the feelings of guilt and shame, so it's pretty easy to get right back to that place again. I would agree. Yeah, for right. sure. And what about dating? Uh, with an addict. So then what does that look like? All right, so we'll we'll start there, right? Because dating and marriage are different. Yeah. And we're going to handle them different. So what do you do in dating? What are your thoughts? If you're dating somebody with an addiction, uh, what should we do? Should we just pick one? Pick one. Say alcohol. Let's say alcohol. You're dating somebody, drinks excessively. Every time they come home from work, they got to have a drink to wind down. They'll often drink to the point where there's negative behavior behind it. So maybe right. they drink and drive, and, and that happens a lot. They go to the bar a lot, drive home drunk, or they get drunk, and then that causes relationship problems. Maybe anger follows it or some of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're dating somebody, what would you do? I mean, the first thing that pops into my head is why. I mean, why am I dating somebody like that? <laughs> you, well, you love them. Really? You do. You love them. You love and I was going to say, too, I don't think it's always that cut and dry. Like, you have a lot of coping alcoholics. So, like you said, they might work all day and then they come home, but they have to have like some wine. They have to have some type of alcohol. They're maybe not out getting drunk. Like, well, they're they're getting drunk, but they're not like in a, getting in a car accident or getting in fights. So it's like I feel like you still have to be aware of those types of coping alcohols, just like you do the ones that are obvious, where they're fighting, they're causing drama. But you know, I'm thinking you got to sit back and have a real conversation with yourself long term because yeah. now you got to fast forward. Your mind and go okay what does this look like in marriage what does this look like with kids right what does it look like overall in the long haul is it going to get better what if it doesn't get better and so there's so many questions to answer there that you got to be real with yourself and then after all that if you still want to push forward well you better come up with a pretty good game plan i would think right and that's the thing it's like be aware because like i said 
I feel like there are a lot of coping alcoholics and you might just be like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, they just need they just need a few drinks every day. It's no big deal. That That's just how they like to relax. And it's like when you're dating, that's when you really, really, really have to pay attention to that because these habits are there. You're you're right. living with it. You are igno- you're not acknowledging it, but that you're that's your comfort zone. So then next thing you know. You're, you're moving on and not having the conversations because you're just like, that's just them. It's okay. That's their personality. That's okay. And it's just be aware and pay attention. Especially so if you dating. don't like the habits, what should you do? Well, you should probably ask yourself, why am I with someone whose yep. habits I don't like? Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, two, I would just say like, yeah, pay attention to that. And it's and if you're like I'm not one that needs to have a drink all the time, or let's go a little bit further. I'm not one that needs to watch porn all the time. You know, so if you uh, go into different, I don't have yeah. to watch porn all I the only time. Monday, Wednesday, so, Friday. Yeah, That's sure. it. It's a weekend. Those are for my me. rough days. <laughs> so, <laughs> not saying that Those you need to, days. but <laughs> if the person you're dating they need that, like these are addictions that you have to just pay attention to, especially in dating. Is what do they feel like they need to have? all the time what that's good that that's a good that's a good one latoya so (laughs) the the thing is you you know why that's a good one because i I think sometimes you can fool yourself into thinking well they just use them porn right now Mm -hmm. because that's one of the ways they cope because we're not married but when we're Mm -hmm. married and then they're getting sex from me they won't need that stuff anymore Mm -hmm. and i think that's a lie Oh, absolutely. I mean, we could do a whole show on porn addiction for sure. Have we already done that? that, I don't know. Have we we done that? We have. We talked about that one time. Uh I I I think that was the time you fell asleep in the middle of the show. That happens a lot. (laughs) It does happen a lot. (laughs) (laughs) After your top five, you fell asleep. That of your voice just puts me right out, Yeah, it does. It's so soothing. Like Barry White over here. man. Right. So, if you're dating, if you're dating... And the person you're dating's addictions are causing negative consequences for them and you, consequently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you need to set some real concrete and clear and concise expectations. Some real clear boundaries of the behaviors that you expect right. and do not want. And if the person is unable or unwilling mm-hmm. to abide by the, the rules of the expectations, boundaries you've set, then... You're done. Right. There needs to be an ultimatum. You, you, you gotta sure. go. Do not keep. You're on the front side of marriage. You still can get out. Right. Right. So yep. do not fool yourself into thinking a little more love, a yes. little more care, a little more, a little more, a little more. The other person has to be willing to put everything right. they got into beating the addiction, or it ain't gonna happen. There so. You go. Set boundaries, expectations. They don't meet them. Hit the road, Jack. It's out. Yes. And ladies, we always think we can change somebody. Look, no. It's not just you. You're not going to be the one that's going to be able to save him and get him clean. And all the work you put in so far, like, nope, let it go. He needs to do this on his own. Now, what about when you're already married? When you're married. Hey, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, okay. you know what I got for you? <laughs> Let me guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I Jason, guess. what? Now, legit, actually, the, you could probably use these in dating, the pre-nap too. pre-nap okay. top five. Okay. Pre-nap. I'm the napper. Hey, yeah. That's still still my thunder. All right, so... Really, I kind of did a little research here just to help. Oh, okay. I'm going to help somebody so out these today. This might all right? actually be helpful this time. So Listen up, people. Don't tune out like you normally do on the top <laughs> five. On, Listen no. in. Come on now. These are going to be on. these are going to be legit. <laughs> so I came up with five tips for coping with uh, somebody who's married to an addict. Okay. All right. Okay. So the first one is something we have talked about and we will continue to talk about, and it becomes up becomes part of the most 
important thing to do in just about anything is have community. Yeah. Now, having community, the key part about this is you got to surround people who are going to be real with you, right? Surround yourself. Keep That can keep you grounded because there are those days where you might go, uh, you know what? He'll get better. He'll and you just gotta have somebody who's gonna be real with you in that situation. <laughs> Go, nah, no, he's not, bro. Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah. Uh, the second one. All right, so you can um, commit, have a commitment to your own personal health, right? Because it's very easy to get caught up in somebody else. And you know, back in the day, I was Mister Lifeguard, right? So that's the first thing they taught you as a lifeguard is you don't jump in to save because no, they're going to pull I you down, right? I did not know right? that. I did same, not know that. Yep, so same you let them thing. start drowning and get tired before you go <laughs> you get them, right? You throw something out to oh, them first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah go they're going to pull you down. It's the same type thing. They can If you get pulled down health-wise, you're not going to be able to help them. So, yeah, I mean, so, so okay. make a commitment to take care of yourself, so too. stay out of the water. Okay. Throw stay out of the water. There uh, you go. All right, so <laughs> the third one. Uh, no possible outcomes ahead of time. So... What's going to happen in your mind? What's going to happen when you catch him with the porn? When you catch him with the alcohol? When things already come up with the game plan instead of just reacting in the moment? All right. Number four. Avoid shaming comments and behaviors. That should be self-explanatory, but that's not going to do anything. But Why? Because it might trigger them again? It could trigger them again. So, yeah, avoid those. <laughs> so you're saying I should not refer to my spouse as Jack Daniels <laughs> when he comes in the house. Sure. sure. Hey. Your spouse is Jack hey, Daniels? Hey, Jack Daniels. Anyway. Oh. How are you doing? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Number five, understand that it takes time. This is like peeling back an onion. This is an Ooh. addiction. Mm. It takes some time, so you got to be prepared for time. So there's your five. So you're telling me that from the moment that they verbally say, I'm going to get better, I, that it may take a while. Yeah, it may take a and while. And there may, may not be a linear straight up and to the right progress. And there's going to be falls, and there's going to mm. be two steps back, and so you got to be ready to put in the time. Mm, Boy, that sounds that sounds difficult enough that if I'm dating, I'm out. Yeah, for right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I get it. That's yeah, how, like sure. I don't know if I want to sign up for that stuff. So let, let's t- let's tackle a few. Uh, yes. Let's tackle a couple different types of addiction, and right. and then we could say based on your top five, how will we handle them? So yep. let's start right. with Toya said porn earlier. Yep. yep. And so let's go with that. Not the occasional. Yes. That Toya was talking about, <laughs> but the, right. the regular, just just a regular. So there's a porn. So my spouse has got a. Well, we'll porn let to, we'll let Toya answer that because this is not always. Now more and more women are getting addicted to porn, yeah. but generally mm. more men struggle with this than women do. So let's say your husband's struggling with this, mm-hmm. Toya. What do you do? All right. So first of all. I'm. A, we need to sit down and have a conversation. Like, what is it? What is it? Is it? Uh, I like naked chicks. That's what it is. And like, okay. what is it? Is it the desire of the time? Like, are you, I guess I need to figure out like, what is it? What, how do we pull you away from when that? When I look at naked chicks, to... it does some stuff in my brain that this, releases some chemicals. This is the worst makes, marital conversation that makes my, know, right? That makes my brain feel good. <laughs> And so it relieves uh, stress. It gives me an escape for a little while. And I'm a dude, man. I'm just, I'm wired for sight. And 
Hey, so the so, next question, if I, I was a wife, is what's wrong with me? Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Like, what is it? Like, I need to know, like, is it, am I satisfying you? Or is there something missing? Like, what is it? Is sure, it the but frequency that's busy. off? <laughs> right. So, and then that's the other sometimes thing. Sometimes you tell me no. That, so, the screen never tells me no. And I, so uh, that's, <laughs> at that point, I'm going to be like, look, we need to go and talk to somebody. Okay. That's what I would say. So you, like, we you need would to get go. in some Jason's community outside help. Yep. Right? We, would, yeah. we would do that because I need other people to understand. First of all, as a wife, then I know I need to look at sex as something more of like us bonding and all that. So I need to make sure in my heart, in my mind, that I'm not holding back for selfish reasons. Right. As, as myself, look at myself first. And then I need to make sure that you as my husband is also saying, you know what? I'm not going to be able to get it all the time. I need to practice self-control. You know, I need to look more at my wife. So community help. And if that it doesn't really work, then counselor. This has got to be one of the tougher ones for wives, for sure, because this one hits personal with wives, like you know, alcohol, things like that. We're talking porn. This sure. is gotta, this is where oh, the yeah. shaming thing can come in, right. and, yeah, and, and 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 you know, your worthless type type thing that you start right. throwing out at your husbands. But uh, I mean, you also you have to backtrack a little bit to go because I don't know, porn addiction, looking at porn, being addicted to porn. It's got it's going it's got it goes further than just I like naked chicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there there is something <laughs> yeah. there. There is a confidence thing there. There is a well, it's it's like anything. It's finding finding something that that provides pleasure in the yeah. mind and yep. physiologically and provides an escape and and some of those. So yeah, there may be that. Like I, I was half joking, but there's no rejection with porn. Right. Right. Um, you know, it's always readily available. It's an easy outlet, and so you know, part of it is trying to. Uh, there's practical things, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. put filters on your computer and your phone. Become accountable to people. If if you know certain times and seasons when you're more tempted for instance don't stay up late when the rest of the family goes to bed go to bed don't be on your laptop late don't be on your phone late you know if you know there's moments if it's about boredom whatever so So is it fair to say that for the spouse going especially speaking to women mainly here is that don't take it personal and I mean, the reality, it's easy to say. Easy they to they say. never should. It's the guy's right. issue. So I don't care how much the guy tries to put it back on you. Well, if you were more sexually available, blah, blah, blah. This is your issue, right. bro. Right. Right. Pursue purity. Sure. W- whether your wife is there or not, this mm-hmm. is a you issue. So they shouldn't yeah. take it personally. But I think that's that's easy to go. Yeah, that's that's easy to hurt somebody and go, don't sure. be offended. Don't take it personally. <laughs> sure. So right. anyway, those are thoughts on porn. What about if it's a substance abuse issue? Yeah, well, I mean, substance. I mean, they all fall kind of under the same category. But substance abuse is one of those that's probably a little easier to track than the porn addiction. You can sneak away. I can yeah, smell possibly. you when you come in. You don't smell hey, like porn. You don't. Right? Uh, you <laughs> don't smell cocaine. Yeah, right, okay. I was gonna say it depends. All right, all right I guess you got me. on I mean, that if one, you get but, a ton of meth, I'll notice your teeth are yeah, gone. Yeah, but. but you know, I mean, just in actions and <laughs> and and. You know, the way the responses and stuff, I just think you could probably pick that one up a little bit. But how you deal with that, I mean, that is something that you got to jump on quick, I think, because substance abuse, 
it's it's like one of those things that's going to start small and end up mm. destroying your family that, before that's you get a, there. That's sure. a professional help yeah, issue. Absolutely. I think sometimes porn can be. I'm not saying porn is not right, right. professional because then it you know sex addiction other stuff. Right. But I think porn can you can be effective with good community friendships right, filters right, right, that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. When you start talking about substance, alcohol, drugs, mm-hmm. um, it, it's so rewired the brain that that often they need a intensive inpatient yep, for sure. rehab for a period of time right and then you got to change your whole environment right you can't come back out yeah. and be in the same environment and expect not to do it so because we're talking about substance abuse too you're talking about chemical changes that will take place that they have mm-hmm. to come out of oh, yeah. absolutely and so there'll be some physical ramifications oh, yeah, of that yeah, yeah, one so you're, it's a yeah, whole yeah. different ball game there. right absolutely. and then what about being married to a gambling addict Ooh. That's a good question. Well, yeah, I guess when they come to repo your car, then you figure it out. <laughs> oh. that, one, that one should be easy it's, to spot. It's, it's interesting because that's something I've never, I have rarely dealt with people. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did yeah. counsel someone not too long ago uh, in the context of a local church. And they said there's like a whole group of people yeah. that that would all go together. And so there's like a bunch of people that struggle with it and mm-hmm. they know each other and mm-hmm. they kind of almost drag each other back into the thing so that one Mm. for you know part of our process and treatment was you you got to have a whole new community and set of friends who are not doing that stuff that's true to help yourself get and i think you got to if you're married to somebody you got to figure out how to minimize their access to money right right Mm. they can't have credit cards they may not get access to the bank account Mm -hmm. you may need to hit some some pretty hard lines so what's the trigger for is it the same kind of trigger for the gambling addict i mean substance you can see there's stress whatever trying to trying to chill the day porn and you you like naked chicks what's yeah what's I, mean, the I, game think, I think the the root of all this stuff is the same right, right. It's, it's a coping mechanism to f- try to figure out how to deal with aspects of the life that maybe they're not in control of and so mm-hmm. some people love risks risk taking some right. people it's gets greed driven mm-hmm. um and so like anything you get in there and that can give you some highs man when you got a lot of money on the line and right and that's that's tough with internet right because it used to be you got to go somewhere now not now Get online, do yeah. some yep. online gambling, all yep. kinds of stuff. So it, right. it does make it tough to. It's to a reason uh, Vegas makes billions, I guess. Right, right. but I think with, with addiction, you, you, we always have to remember, and this is for all of us, is you will always abandon a lesser love for a greater love. That's why some people will lose their whole families, their Mm. jobs, everything because they so love that substance. And so part of the redirection is how do I how do I not sometimes we focus so much on the abstinence, right? Stop Mm. looking at porn, stop gambling, stop using drugs, stop drinking alcohol. But it can't just be stop. It's right. also got to be, how do I refocus my eyes right. on on something greater? Mm-hmm. Uh, for believers, that should be Jesus, obviously. If, yep. if he's your greatest love, then some of these other things just feel inadequate. Right. They're, they're not as attractive anymore because you found something so much greater. And so that's part of the shift is how do we focus them on something uh, that can become a greater love than what the addiction was as they're working through yeah. it. So. Right, that, that, right. That's, that's a good way to end this thing because that's, yeah. a, that's a profound statement there, giving yeah. up the greater for the lesser i like it every once in a while yeah you and, get one get one and also i wanted to add in so for anybody that is dealing with addiction or anyone that's married to someone if um you know you want to just start somewhere then google uh celebrate recovery 
So that's a program that many churches offer. Um, and what whatever that addiction is, whatever you're going through, it's just something. If you if you need that community, then just Google that and find one close to you. Um, but if y'all have any questions, send those into the relationship at power77radio.com. And we will talk to you soon. See ya. Adios.